everyone. Welcome to Oh Wow, the podcast, a weekly recap and analysis of every episode of Skins UK starting from the very beginning. I'm your host, Augustine, and today we're getting into season five, episode six, Aloe. This is a really fun episode. I've always enjoyed it, and it's one of the more memorable episodes from the season to me. I am happy to get into it today. It's super windy and stormy here, so if you hear some rattling noises in the background, my apartment kind of sounds like a creaky old ship when it gets really windy because the building's really old, so just uh, enjoy the ambiance noise, I suppose. And yeah, it's a really sleepy, stormy winter week here. Also, it's definitely been the one year anniversary of the podcast i'll have to post about it on instagram and go back and check the exact one year date i think it was february 12th but i could be wrong so we've definitely reached one year of pod and i'm really excited and grateful for that so here we go let's get into aloe's episode i love that this episode is very plot driven and not super deep and triggering for me anyway. It kind of brings up some fun memories, so let's get into it. We open with Aloe out on the farm, and my first thought is just, holy cow, this farm is absolutely beautiful. Wherever they were shooting, just the scenery is absolutely gorgeous, and the sunrise, it looks like a beautiful painting. I love it, and I'll get into this later, and I've mentioned this before, but I'm from New England, and it just looks like a beautiful New England farm, so it really warms my heart. So we're introduced to Aloe's world. We meet his dog named Rags, who's a very sweet little pup, and, you know... He has a pretty typical farm life. Uh, We see him pissing into his (laughs) baby picture mug, very classy, in the kitchen sink, and his dad walks in on him. And I was just thinking, oh my god, after last week's episode, I'm so happy to be back in the, like, freak loser realm of things because it's so hard for me to watch, like, popular hot people existing. (laughs) I'm such a weirdo and... I'm like, oh, I'm so much more comfortable with people like Aloe and Rich and just, like, the total weirdos. So he's just pissing in his baby mug, getting humiliated constantly, and that's what I'm here for. He goes to bed, and he's just smoking, listening to music, goes over to his dual monitor computer setup, which is pretty swanky for the time. And he's got, you know, the ultimate porno set up. And Aloe reminds me so much of my friends in high school who were, like, farm kids. Uh, I don't want to say their names, but if they ever stumble upon this podcast, you guys are great. And I miss you. And they were, like, my straight-edge hardcore friends who lived on a farm and we would just play video games and smoke weed and like chug monsters it was fun so aloe really reminds me of this and they always had the best pc setups too for like no reason (laughs) except i guess there's just nothing else to do out in the country except go on the internet but we used it to play runescape 
more than like watch porn. Um, anyway, so he's rubbing his nipples, watching some uh, fruit fetish jerk off instruction videos. <laughs> if you're under 18, just ignore any of this. Um, and it made me think of an in Okay, I have a lot of in-betweeners on the mind. There is an in-betweeners episode coming up. We're going to do a bonus app. It's It'll come out eventually, whenever. And when Jay... It might be in the in-betweeners movie. He's, like, got his scuba gear on, and he's jerking off to a campsite. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I need to focus. So... <laughs> He, like, pulls out, Aloe pulls out the crusty sock. A very typical teenage boy moment. And then he hits his plastic bong that's, like, glued into a piggy bank. I noticed that Aloe really likes pigs. There's a lot of references to pigs in this episode. So I think it's just cute. Aloe loves pigs. And also the plastic bong is such a high school throwback feeling. Um, then he's sitting at the kitchen table in a pig sweater that is super cute, and we meet his mom. His mom is pretty stern right off the bat. We discover that it's Aloe's birthday, and his parents are not super enthusiastic about his birthday. His dad gives him a tractor, so that's pretty cool, but they're definitely not you know, typical parents being like, oh, here's a cake, here's a bunch of gifts. Like, they're just kind of like, it's another day on the farm, here's a tractor, son, like, go ride it and do work for us. So it looks pretty fun, though. He's doing donuts in the field on the tractor, listening to dubstep and smoking. And also, I went to college in Vermont, and I had a very distinct memory come up of smoking weed with a friend of mine freshman year of college on a tractor that was just like out in a field somewhere and yeah rural New England things college college in the middle of absolutely fucking nowhere you know so Rich calls Aloe and is like hey man I'm at your surprise party come meet this girl that we got for you and Rich is so funny in this episode. He has so many good one-liners. Uh, so Aloe says, does she look good? And the girl is, like, cross-eyed. And Rich says, no, I think it's retinol. And it's just like, Rich, stop. Like, <laughs> that is so rude, but it's really funny. I have terrible eyesight, so I'm allowed to make jokes about eyesight, you know. I'm, like, negative seven in both eyes, so... Anyway, so they're at this surprise party with the girl and his friends. We don't actually see any of the party, but I'm guessing it's just sort of a whatever fun party skins night. Also makes me think of an in-betweeners when Will has the birthday party that he's allowed to invite like 10 friends to or something. So maybe I should do a bonus episode comparing Will's birthday party to this. But anyway, we don't see the party. Aloe wakes up with writing all over his face. There's a lot of Sid references in this episode that I really appreciate, like showing Sid's energy living on through Aloe. And so he wakes up. 
He's got virgin on his forehead, which is definitely an homage to Sid. They did the same thing. And his parents wake him up, shoving a rooster in his face that wakes him up. And they're like, your grades came in. You're doing terribly. You're leaving college and you're just going to stay on the farm and help us. Like, you're not allowed to go to school anymore, which is a weird move. And he's like, what the fuck? No. But we just see the dynamic of Aloe and his parents is that he sort of begrudgingly just accepts whatever they say and they just boss him around. And we see through the episode that he gets sick of being treated like a little kid and they definitely treat him like he's 10 years old because what is he like 17 at this point? And he definitely is not treated like a 17 year old. He's treated like a 10 year old. He might be turning 18. I don't know. Anyway, so his mom and dad bring him to school. They're going to go meet with Mr. Blood and talk about him leaving college. And Rich flips off Aloe's mom because he's metal. Yep. (laughs) Rich is looking very nice in this episode. His hair and his skin are a lot less greasy since he's been with Grace, and he's looking happy. He's a happy boy. It's nice. So in David Blood's office, Aloe's mom calls him a useless simpleton. Well, technically Mr. Blood kind of does, but then his mom agrees, and I'm like, Jesus, that's nice. And David (laughs) suggests that Aloe go volunteer at a medical testing facility, He's so awful to kids. He's the prime example of, like, a school administrator that should not ever work around children. He just clearly hates them so much, and it's so brutal. So, Aloe's just waiting outside while his parents are in the office, and we see Sid's copy of Asian Fanny Fun magazine on a string, and Aloe tries to pick it up, but it's just the friend group, like saying, hey, we're going to come kidnap you because your parents suck and this whole situation is stupid and, like, let's just go out and have fun. I love the Sid references. And even in the second generation, they had the Asian Fanny Fun in the locker in Effie's episode when she had the boys competing. So that magazine has made it through a lot. (laughs) It's seen a lot in its time. They go to a pub And there's, like, a daytime burlesque show happening with the Carvery, which, again, like, in-betweeners, when they go to a pub and they have to get a Carvery to get a pint of beer. There's some, like, law in England that if you're under... What is it? If you're under 18, you have to be escorted by an adult and you have to get a Carvery meal or something. There's very confusing drinking laws in England. So Aloe is like, I know I need to stand up for myself, but I love my parents. And then Rich, again, is just so funny in this episode. He's like, oh, you're gay for your parents. And I just kept writing, Rich, stop it. Um, The parents show up at the pub and are like, Aloe, you need to go home. Here's a list of chores for you to do. And his friends are like, you need to stand up for yourself. This is ridiculous. Your parents are treating you like a petulant little child and just bossing you around. And 
Like, you need to demand some respect from them. So Aloe takes that advice back on the farm. He tries standing up for himself by just yelling at the family friend. I think it's the family friend. I don't think this is, like, his uncle or anything, but there's this guy, Dewey, who just kind of mumbles and smokes a lot. Very gruff sort of loony dude and he's like Dewey no one can understand what you're saying half the time and he yells at his dad and his dad says just do as you're told and that's sort of the whole relationship that Aloe has with his parents is like just do what you're told and don't ask questions and his mom continues to just rag on him and says that he's a disgrace and Like, he's such a disappointment to the family. I'm starting to get pissed off at this point because I can be kind of understanding of parents being frustrated and grumpy. But I'm like, all right, lady, like, Aloe's just a teenager, you know? So Aloe just kind of says, all right, fine, I'll just do all the chores, whatever. And he's getting so fed up and he takes a huge hit of a spliff while he's shoveling in the bar and he throws the spliff on the ground and it lights a propane tank on fire and then the cow blows up so that happens i was shocked i didn't remember that happening (laughs) i feel horrible like why did they kill a cow At least they didn't really show anything. It wasn't very graphic or anything, but I feel bad. Rest in peace, Bessie. You're a real one, and I'm sorry that Aloe blew you up very casually, and then we kind of just kept it pushing. (laughs) So obviously his mom is extremely pissed off about this happening and basically reacts just by being really abusive. I can't lie, like, I was getting a little bit triggered by this scene where she's, like, storming in the room, ripping all the stuff off the walls, kicking his computer. It hurt when she kicked the computer. I was like, no, not the computer. Um, she's just destroying his stuff and being like, we're going to take all your stuff and sell it. And and take <sighs> takes the dog, and I was so upset about that. I'm like, what are you doing? You can't take rags. And he's obviously completely distraught about this so now it's time for war and i agree at this point i'm fed up too aloe like let's go for it fuck this shit so the parents leave they're gonna go sell all his stuff and he fills up condoms with flour paste and eggs and invites the friend group over to just have some fun, throw some flower bombs and eggs around and just make a little bit of anarchy on the farm, which is pretty harmless, to be honest. And it also made me think of when I hung out with my farm friends and we would throw crab apples at each other, not to destroy anything, but it's kind of fun to just chuck stuff at each other on the farm, you know? So... (laughs) There's a little bit of a romantic moment during the condom bomb scene where Rich and Grace are sort of cuddled up in the hay and she says, you remember that thing we were going to do last night? Let's do it tonight. And Rich is like, okay, and we can 
insinuate what is about to happen that night if everything goes according to plan. So we see that Rich and Grace are doing well. They're very cute. We're not getting a lot of drama from them. It's just very wholesome, lovey-dovey time. And then everybody's staring at the clouds. And weirdly, Grace is like, see, there's Kanye West and there's the pig. And I just found it strange that of all the timing, it's like this week when Kanye's all over the news that back in 2011, she was making a con or the writers were writing Kanye jokes. I just was like weird. So they decide to throw a big party. Aloe's like, fuck it. Let's just invite everyone over, have a rager, and totally trash the place. So they do. They invite a ton of people over that starts getting lit. There's, you know, kegs and drugs, and Aloe is snorting something. I'm guessing it's MDMA because many later is like, fix your jaw. And also Aloe's really, not to stereotype, but Aloe's really into dubstep and he just seems like a Molly kind of dude. And the scene, specifically the scene where he takes a bump of the drug and then is just like, mom, mom. I was like, oh my God, like that is my life. It's just men getting fucked up and complaining about their issues with their mom to me. That's my autobiography. There it is. So I was laughing. And Minnie wins Bristol's best this episode. So she has her hair braided with some ribbon in it. She has a faux fur vest on with a sparkly gold top and then black sailor shorts gray knee-high socks and black boots that look like hunter boots like the rain boots it's very kesha it's very 2011 i absolutely love the look she looks so cute and she really showed up for this party looking fantastic and minnie's being a little manipulative she tells frankie at the party like oh, you should hook up with Maddie because I can tell you and Maddie like each other and Liv would do that to you in a heartbeat. Frankie doesn't really take the bait though. She just kind of shrugs it off and is like, Minnie, you're being a bitch (laughs) and then walks away. And Minnie kind of makes some eyes at Aloe and goes up and starts dancing with him, which is cute. It seems like Nick and Minnie are not really trying to pretend that they're dating anymore because they're so disinterested in each other this episode, which is good because I'm really bored of them trying to date. It's really depressing. So it's cute to see Minnie being excited and dancing with Aloe. We'll watch this progress. And Frankie's getting hit on by this random creepy guy at the party. He tries to, like, grope her, and Frankie rejects him and then he calls her a dyke and she runs out upset obviously and then we kind of see like nick is being a good person i guess (laughs) i'm a big nick hater but it's like okay it's good that he stood up for frankie maybe him and minnie breaking up is just really the relief that everybody needs because yeah this is like the first time i'll give nick a point for doing something good So he starts fighting with this guy and Liv goes outside to ask Frankie 
who they're into, which is not super sensitive, but I think Liv is really fucked up in the scene. Like, she looks lit AF and is just like, you know, Frankie, everyone's just curious if you're into guys or girls. And then we discover that Minnie is canonically bisexual. That celebration, uh, balloons or something going off. Yeah. So Liv says, I could tell you some stories about Minnie that would surprise you. Minnie, queer icon. Sorry, I'm yelling. Anyway, so that was exciting, but Frankie doesn't really answer. And Liv's just like, it's okay, bye. And that's a very just drunk at a party moment, I think. But I'm excited to find out that Minnie is bi. And or could be gay. We don't really know. But anyway, Alice's parents come back and everybody bails on the party. They go to Nick's and Aloe follows after a very stressful scene where he and his parents have a confrontation because they can obviously see that the house is trashed and there was a party and the farm is totally destroyed and he yells at his dad and then his dad falls to the ground and we think that his dad might have died and it's extremely stressful and I don't remember what happened I was like did they really just give him the same plot line as Sid because that would be crazy but um we'll see what happens later his dad ends up being okay so that was really stressful and obviously he doesn't know like did I just accidentally kill my dad from stress and so he's got tears in his eyes he's miserable he goes to the party at Nick's just out of having no idea what else to do, but he's not having a good time. And no one's really having a good time at the after party. Uh, Aloe and Minnie are sitting on a couch together. Frankie goes up the stairs so slowly. And I was like, why did they film this scene for like 45 seconds of screen time? I don't understand. It was just like Frankie walking up the stairs so slowly staring at the camera and then just watching Maddie and Liv have sex and then Maddie makes eye contact with Frankie and it's like ooh I don't know he's not doing anything wrong like he does have a relationship with Liv and I guess it's just like he and Frankie had chemistry at the that one scene together in the very beginning and now this is a love triangle I'm a little frustrated because it's giving me a little bit of Jen to like Cook and Freddie and JJ all being in love with Effie energy and I'm just like okay so like now it begins the roller coaster of like Frankie's love triangle. And I know this is where a lot of people get frustrated with this generation because it does feel a little uninspired. Anyway, whatever. I'm, <sighs> I'm getting off topic here, but if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you know how Skins is by now. So, you know, <laughs> we all know. Anyway... Aloe 
I like the plot of Aloe and Minnie hanging out and becoming friends. That happens. I find that much more interesting. And he's such a soft boy. Like, he loves his parents so much, even though they treat him like shit. Kind of. They treat him like a little kid. But he really does love them. And I think his parents really do love him. And they're all just, like, having a hard time with him getting older. And they say as much in the episode. And so he turns to Minnie and is just like, I don't know what to do. Like, everything is so fucked up. And Minnie says, well, you know, that's what happens. And we adapt. And then you find a way to own it. And I thought that was pretty solid advice. And he takes that to heart. It's very cute. I really like this. And I like their bonding. I like Aloe being a soft boy. This whole thing is very sweet to me. And then she kind of is like, well, aren't you going to go to Rich's and, like, fuck off now? And so it's cute. I ship Aloe and Minnie. (laughs) And so he goes to Rich's. He's going to his best friend for consolation because he doesn't know what's going on with his dad still. But Rich is having sexy times and is like, hey, man, guess what I just did? And, of course, Aloe is a good friend. Like, he's such a good boy. I love good boys. Mm. I love a good boy with a pure heart. And he's such a good friend. So when Rich is saying, yeah, Grace and I just had sex for the first time. Oh, my God. Like, we're growing up, man. It's so great. And you can feel that Aloe just wants to support his best friend and not take away from this moment and ruin it and make it, like, negative. So he just sort of sucks it up and supports Rich and is like, I'm so happy for you, man. And it's really sweet. And But you can tell in this moment, like, okay, Aloe feels like he's about to lose everybody. Like, he doesn't know if he's going to lose his dad. He kind of feels the dynamic with Rich shifting because Rich and Grace's relationship is getting really serious. And it's scary to just be like, oh my god, everything's changing. And Aloe does have a hard time with growing up, you know? He is really struggling with, like, who is he going to be as an adult? I don't think he wants to think about it. I think he just enjoys smoking weed and watching porn and hanging out with his friends, you know? So I really feel deeply for Aloe in this episode. He's a very sympathetic character, I I find, anyway. So he goes to the hospital to check in on his dad, and... I was cracking up because Dewey (laughs) is just, like, rambling to some lady outside the hospital. And she goes, have you ever had a CAT scan? (laughs) And I've had a lot of CAT scans because I've had multiple head injuries, in case you can't tell by (laughs) by my personality. I've had a lot of brain damage. Um, A lot of concussions from sports. Been dropped on my head in wrestling. You know, that kind of good stuff. So anyway, had a lot of cat scans, so I appreciated that humor. And we find out that Dewey's pretty cool. He's, like, pretty supportive to Aloe and is like, you know, I knew you'd show up and check on your dad and you're always going to be part of the family. And he gives Aloe a ride back to the farm. Aloe's mom just immediately starts in on him. And I was like, Jesus Christ, lady, like, leave him alone. And... He stands up for himself in a mature way, and that's what we see his character arc is like learning how to speak up for himself without yelling or being, you know, childish about it. He just says, hey, 
okay, I'll try harder, but you have to try too. And we're going to figure out this whole like me growing up thing. And his mom is very touched by that. And uh, it makes me a little bit emotional. And then he goes out to the field and there was this rock on the farm that just never moved. And Aloe was so frustrated saying like, why can't we change things? Like this is symbolic of the refusal to change. And so he ties a rope around it, attaches it to the tractor and like moves the rock, even if it's only tipping it over technically. But his dad watches and they kind of have a bonding moment. His dad's okay, by the way. Like, his dad just had high blood pressure and, like, passed out, which is scary. But at least, you know, he's all right. And (sighs) so it ends with Aloe out on the farm and bonding with his dad. And it's really sweet. It's a really just nice episode. It's so different from the last episode where we just watched Nick and Maddie like burn all their dad's stuff. And that was that, you know, like it was really nice to see Aloe actually maturing. And there's a lot of room for growth with his parents, though, because they're not like insane narcissistic abusers. They're just kind of like loving but misguided parents so (sighs) my heart so next week is grace's episode i am excited to have a guest on the pod fingers crossed that everything works out that'll be a fun time and we'll get there when we get there and yeah we're almost at the end of season five it's crazy like thank you guys so much for sticking along with this journey and listening to the pod and listening to my opinions you know i'd love to hear your feedback too so you can always write in at oh wow the podcast on instagram or in the youtube comment section you're free to do that because i love to hear your opinions i have a lot of opinions on skins but i don't think i'm like objectively correct on anything it's all just talking some shit about a british teenage sitcom dramedy whatever so I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Okay, thanks. Bye.